Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Duncan Balkan, and the main man himself, Peter Watson. Hello, Peter. Hi there. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. How are you? Not bad, thank you. Not bad, thank you. What a day. Yeah, what a day. So <laughs> this could have a, a slightly different feel to it than usual, because much as we're going to be talking about multiple stories, they all kind of link together along the general theme of America. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where to begin? <laughs> so for, for anyone that's been, um, well, anyone that's crawling out from under a rock to listen to this podcast today, <laughs> um, America's been a bit of an interesting place in general, particularly in the last 24 hours. Uh, so there's a, f- a few kind of major stories coming out yesterday. Um, Democrats taking those two seats in Georgia, giving them and, and Joe Biden, the incoming president, um, control of the Senate. And then probably more surprisingly for most of the world looking on, uh, that building, the Senate and the House of Representatives, the US Congress, which for all of us law nerds is a, a bicameral legislature, um, being stormed by what can only be described as an angry mob of um, mm. Trump supporters who are still obviously backing the completely unsubstantiated claims of voter fraud and storming the main car political building in the in the country yesterday and mm. gunfire everywhere and just absolute yes. what to the outside world looks like absolute madness. Um, mm. So yeah, I'm not even sure where to go with that. Really, it's... yeah. I mean, I, I certainly think um, this is not about this election, and no matter what it looks like, I really don't think it's about this election. It is about the next election. It's mm. about four years' time. Um, I think that this is going to. Um, you know, this is the signal of what may come um, in in the form of Trump constantly needling um, Biden and, you know, over this four years. Because normally um, ex-presidents just seem to sort of fade into the background and, and that's that. But it looks to me anyway like um, he wants another crack at this. Um, and uh, I would have thought if he doesn't want to go go for it himself in four years time um he wants he definitely wants to have a say in who it's going to be yeah he, he definitely I, seems to be following that kind of richard neville imelda marcos kingmaker sort of thing doesn't he he definitely yes. wants to be in control of who republican candidate is next time around whether it be him member of his family or just one of his buddies he, he yeah. definitely seems to want to be in control of that no i i really i really think so um and the fact that he seems to stoke this as well and encourage it um it just is is amazing you know is well it's if you if you'd like say been on mars and just come down to earth for a day you'd think you know that's madness but then um but then again um i suppose we've kind of got used to this um over, over the last few years in terms of the way trump tends to do things but anyway i mean i think that uh this is, so I think this is about next election. This is mm. about Trump really um, for the next four years. He's basically going to be saying um, we were robbed. We were robbed. And um, and, you know, hey, everyone, follow me and we'll come back to the White House to my yeah. rightful place, etc. Yeah. Um, and that's what's going to happen. And I think that this is going to put uh, I mean, Biden will be under loads of pressure anyway mm. um, because he's coming in. I mean. Talk about getting a hospital pass. I mean, when you're, you know, when you're, when you're sort of coming in, you know, you want, you want to come in, you, you want to do what Trump did, right? You want to do what Trump did at the beginning of his. He came in, 
markets were ready to ready to rock. Uh, and he came in and and you know and then he gave out freebies and stuff. Markets went bananas. Um, you know he can take he can take credit for all. Yeah, you know, he would take credit for all of that. Mm. That's what you want to go into. What you don't want to go into is is um, a whole load of economic uncertainty, a pandemic which has been sort of half um you know addressed um and with the prospect of things getting worse if you don't do anything quickly yeah um and you know even even if it does go well it's it's going to take years and and i think that um uh, biden has really got his work cut out plus he's going to have trump breathing down his neck at every every step of the way because yeah, I uh, I forgot what I said. It you know to today or, or yesterday, but I, I just feel that um, when you look back at it, you know, if you are Trump, you will say markets reach record levels, unemployment reached record lows. I was the one that had the balls to fight China. I was the one that got the um, you know the NAFTA agreement redone. Mm-hmm. You know, he can say all of those things. Um, and, you know, when people, uh, let's say, looking forward for four years, you know, let's say things are tough in America, you know, unemployment, you know, unemployment isn't great and, and, and all that, you know, and, and just economic growth goes sideways or, or worse. Um, when you you will then hear Trump going on and on about what he achieved. And in the end, as you may well think, actually, do you know what? He is right that did happen and we did have you know we did do well under trump so actually um yeah let's give him a, you know let's give him another go yeah, absolutely so i mean oh, sorry it's very, it's very it's, i think it's gonna it's making it very a, a very an already very difficult job for biden even more difficult i think mm. and so biden is almost coming in to kind of lead a country that's not far off at the moment of being a war with itself because there's obviously such a massive divide in in opinion and mm. as we saw with those angry mobs yesterday, people are quite prepared to show their uh, opinion in more than just words. Um, yeah. And like you said, Donald Trump's not really helping the situation. I, mean, I saw a couple of news stories. One that said he was going, yeah, OK, well, we'll have a, a smooth transition, but I'm still not happy about the result, which I yeah. think was just a, an unnecessary bite at the end. And then yeah. when everyone was calling on him to denounce the violence um, last night, late last night here, um, middle of the day in, in America, he put a video on Twitter that basically said, go home peacefully, but we kind of support what you're doing. He just can't help no. himself. He just can't help himself. So he, he, he said, go home, be peaceful, but he at no point would he do what everyone was asking to do and, and denounce the actual violence. He had to get in that, you know, we can't see your point. We are, we're all hurting, but, but go home peacefully. And that kind of adds to his kind of abusive social neatly brings us on today which is um yeah. he's getting himself banned from a few different social medias isn't he yeah <laughs> or blocked, blocked. i mean i think this is um this is a very interesting uh thing you know i mean okay so the short-term story here is um trump gets you know uh uh suspended from twitter and facebook and things because he's spreading um stuff that that is stoking violence but i think there's a wider thing here at at play here there's Mm. there's something else um that's going on here because i think this is a real um this 
this is a this is potential this is potentially a very very good example of um of what is wrong with big tech at the moment you know i mean the, there's there's a lot of criticism about uh the power of big tech especially uh, and especially in, say in social media so you've got twitter and facebook and them having too much of influence over you know what goes on and the um, and social consciousness generally, and I think that um, the fact that they failed miserably um, to stop the spread of this message, essentially from Trump, would suggest that um, all the the pressure that is being brought at the moment by various different lawmakers and things on the fact that that Twitter and Facebook and other social media uh, platforms are not doing enough to stop the spread of uh, false news and, yeah, you know, the spread of hate uh, and all that, you know, and abuse and all that kind of thing for whatever they seem to say and whatever they seem to do. Like, for instance, Facebook will turn around and say, look, we've actually hired more moderators to monitor the content. Mm. Um, And and it just seems that, um, you know, all these concerns are being... Um, you know, made made uh, well into physical reality right now. You know, with this whole Twitter, Facebook, Trump thing. Um, so it would s- suggest to me that the next few years are going to be really tough um, for social media outlets, um, and they're going to have to come to some sort of, you know. Um, uh, a, a, you know, a better, a different stance, I think, at the very least, in regard to what they do with data and how they use it. Because the thing is, is that Facebook will say, I think you've got you've got two choices, you either you stop user generated content, or you monitor it. Um, monitoring it costs a load of money, because you have to have people physically sitting there and looking through, trawling through all sorts of rubbish and extremely distressing material, you know, day in, day out. Um, and it's, you know, so it's an expensive and time consuming business mm. or you, uh, and, and uh, yeah, or you, you um, uh, limit or stop user related content, a uh, user generated content. But if you do that, you cut off advertising, uh, opportunities so given that facebook is largely powered by advertising revenues mm. you think that is a t- that is a tough call i don't you know you doubt they're going to do it well certainly that you doubt they're going to do it on their own so what i think over this especially i would have thought this next year is going to be the year where there can be some changes made um to social media because Biden has some sort of momentum at the moment Mm. um, and there is momentum against certain social media outlets for various reasons. Right. So it's not just Twitter, Facebook. It's it's obviously you've got TikTok, for instance. You know, I mean, there's that whole debacle about being potentially banned in America, but it's still not. Um, But it is being banned and has been banned for, for months now in India. You know, all this kind of pushback against against this content you know it's it's a very interesting time and i think that if anything can be done 
it's it should and it should be done next year. Yeah. If if people wait longer, I I just think they're going to get too big to do anything about. I mean, they're already it's already probably late in the day, but you know. If you leave it another year or two, it's definitely going to be too late. Mm. In, interesting, you mentioned um, uh, uh, TikTok. Sorry, because um, one yeah. of the other parting parting blows Donald Trump's tried to inflict with his administration on the way out is adding Alibaba and Ten Cent to that stock ban as well, isn't it? Or yeah. it isn't. So for those that are aware, Alibaba is a big e-commerce company. Ten Cent has holdings in people like Epic Games, um, Tesla, Spotify, people like that. And it's mm. just another parting blow by the kind of current administration against. Um, Americans holding stocks in Chinese companies. Um, mm. The interesting thing about that for me is that whilst obviously it's the Trump administration that's kind of starting the ball rolling on those, it'll be the Biden administration that has to essentially push them through and follow on from it. Mm. So do, I'm going to start for saying, do, do we think that's something they will do and follow that by going, well, actually, what is the ability of the Biden administration to start undoing, if it wants to undoing, start undoing some of the things that Trump's put into place, do you think? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it is an interesting area, this. I mean, in some ways, this could be a gift um, for Biden, mm. un an unwitting gift, because um, I think, you know, if you're looking at it bro broadly, um, you could say that that um, Biden is probably more likely to be a bit more conciliatory to towards China hmm. um, because he's just not as abrasive as Trump. Um, but then again, because the, you know, if Biden had won by landslides, then he'd have more of a leg to stand on with regard to China. But I think the fact that um, Trump has been so associated with battling against China mm. and the fact that the, the vote was so close um, would suggest that Americans actually, you know, are not particularly pro-China and they do agree at least to some extent with his actions towards it. Mm. So um, I think that, uh, you know, that, that um, he has to keep this in mind. So I don't think he can come in and just go, actually, we'll undo everything um, that, that, that he's done. Because um, that, ironically, that's exactly the sort of thing that Trump would do. Exactly, yeah. If his shoe was on the other foot, Trump would do that in a flash. But I, I wouldn't have thought that, that Biden would, would do that. What he could do, though, is he could use these bans as a negotiating tool with China. So you could go to China and rather than sort of do a blanket, OK, everything's fine now, we'll lift everything that Trump said. Mm -hmm. He could do it one by one. You know, he could sort of go, well, you know, Alibaba, Tencent, you know, we, I, I don't know if we can lift the ban on them. It's very difficult, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then to use that to try to extract some sorts of concessions from from China, maybe. Um, so in some ways, it could be a gift. Mm. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I don't think Biden's going to lift every I, I'd be surprised if Biden lifts stuff straight away across the board. Um, I mean, like if I was Biden, I would use this as an opportunity and try to sort of dangle the carrots of the various um, bands um, individually to try to get more 
more uh, conciliation for your buck, um, I think. Do you think that Biden could use this as kind of a doorway to a slightly better working relationship with China in the sense that kind of Donald Trump's attitude tends to be kind of, you do it my way or you're out. Do, mm. do you think he might be able to use it as a way to kind of find a middle ground? Because obviously the way that business is done in the US and China at the moment is very different. But do you mm. think that with the right sort of attitude and the right sort of approach, those two ways could kind of converge to find a more happy kind of working relationship? Um, maybe, maybe. Um, again, it, yeah, he, he, he does come across as being very different to mm. Trump uh, in both personality and approach. Um, and so I think that it, there it, it is possible. And I think if maybe Xi Jinping had, has been feeling that he's banging his head against a brick wall where, as far as um, Trump <laughs> is concerned, although Trump keeps on going on about his great friend and stuff. I mean, mind you, everyone that, that he, he um, wants something from is his great friend. But I think that the, you know, if I think that the, that the Chinese side will feel at least, you know, maybe a change is a good thing, um, you know, and and that will get a change in approach. But they won't. It's it, it's not a done. It's it's not, you know, it's not a done deal mm-hmm. because, like I say, the American people um, have essentially said that they do agree, at least to some extent, with what Trump has done with regard to China. Yeah, so rather than kind of a U-turn on a U-turn on a U-turn with the US mm. um, stock exchange, it's going to be more of a a more kind of thought out, calculated, case by case sort of undoing of the, the slightly more oppressive, I guess, Trump ideas rather than just a, a complete overturning of all of it. It would be a bit risky. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would hope would happen anyway. That's what I would do. Well, <laughs> But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Biden. So. No, but let's hope the media portrayal of him, much as you can't always trust media portrayals, is a bit more accurate. And he is. He does seem to come across as a more balanced, calmer sort of person. So let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah. Eh? Could, could be his age. Could, I don't know. Does it, <laughs> just no, has, hasn't got know. the energy to get excited too much anymore. Exactly. Bless him. Yeah. Whereas you know, Trump is. Uh, Full of beans at the sprightly age of whatever it is. A few years younger, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. no. So um so um so no, that's that's great stuff. Um well look, um there's so much today in Watson's Daily. Um actually I sent it out late because I mean I god, there's just so much I had to go through. Um it is interesting. We are living in very interesting times at the moment. Um and so I hope that you um you know, can read um, Watson's Daily because there's a lot in it um, at the moment. Uh, And, um, you know, it's important. This stuff is important and it will have implications on all sorts of industries and stuff as well. And, uh, you know, I did uh, sort of mention as well um, some Brexit um, stuff as well in there, which I think there's everyone wants to know about. But the, the, the fact of the matter is, no one really knows. I think that we, you know, we're just going to have to watch it as it unfolds and as, as the reality hits um, and then just, you know, try to try to uh, 
navigate a path after that. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, <clears> at the moment, it's very we we can't focus on America this morning just because it's such a massive story. But there's some other fantastic stuff in Watson's Daily today. Which there's another kind of revisit to the to the office office kind of market with WeWork. There's some stuff about uh, GM and the electric vehicle market after their slightly dodgy thing with Nicola. Uh, there's some really fantastic yeah. stuff in there today. So much as we've we focused on the one really big story, um, there's some really really yeah. good useful stuff in there alongside yeah. it so 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 yeah so there you go um for today um in terms of other um bits and pieces um i am doing i am reinstating my um thursday night so the five the the live at five um for five to five thirty um followed by um if you're a paying subscriber a, a silver uh, subscriber you'll get the um you know the the interactive uh, zoom call with me from 5:30 till 6:30 so um so that's the that's my that's my <laughs> thursday early evening sorted um, but if you want to you know jump on that um there's uh you know you'll see details especially in the instagram uh, page or yeah, that's probably the best place to, yeah. to look for it but uh, and particularly but, yeah. with daylight today when there is such a, a kind of massive kind of globally affecting story going on it's a really good opportunity to log on and ask your questions because obviously we've covered what we think we want to talk about for the last 20 minutes or so but there's so many more things that kind of link into this story yeah. so it's a great opportunity to ask questions yeah that's exactly it you know it's all about sort of discussion so it's it's an opportunity if you want to you can you can ask me anything so and i will attempt to do my best i will do my best uh to answer uh you uh as as as, as well as i can so but anyway thank you very much indeed duncan yeah, for another good day and um we'll be back again tomorrow yeah, thanks a lot peter thanks a lot bye. see ya bye